Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe. And consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. And today on Sense of Soul, I have with me Michael Andre Ford. Michael is known as the American Angel Intuitive. Michael has a unique ability to pull back the veil to help people meet, hear, and even see angels, spirit guides, and other well-known compassionate figures. He's the author of Listening to Angels, How to Listen to Angels for Answers to Life Questions, and the host of a new hot YouTube show called Angels, Positivity, and Love. Michael's here today to share with us his story of how he connected to these angels and how he was able to even get real life photos of seven angels in light energy form. I had virtual tea with Michael and I got to know a lot of his angels and spirit guides. Michael is so positive and so fun. And so I can't wait to share him with all of you. Thanks so much for being with me, Michael. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. Just been kind of going gangbusters on the YouTube thing. Yeah, your show. Yeah, the show, putting out content. So super excited to have you on. That's going to be a lot of fun. So 16 episodes have been recorded. Number nine dropped yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's people telling their story. Stuff comes out. I talked to a guy for two years. I didn't know about his near-death experience. I didn't know about his visions of Jesus. You know, a lot of people see angels smoke and brimstone. But with me, he sees a nice, you know, like you're at the athletic club hanging out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining me, you and all of your amazing angels, your posse. Thank you very much for having me on SOS. It's been a blast talking with you the past couple of months. Yeah, I had a session with you and I've met a lot of the angels that you work with and they're so fun. They have lots of different energies as I guess all angels do. They all bring in something unique. When I was little, I was Catholic. My mom had me pray into all kinds of saints and you know, every time you lose something, you're praying to St. Anthony. Anytime you're scared, you're calling on Archangel Michael. You know, those things still today, even though I've grieved my religion, they are still kind of rooted in me when it comes to the faith of like assistance that we're not alone. What did that look like for you as a child? You know, what did your foundation look like? In childhood, I definitely had a lot of illness, strep throat carrier, was laid up a lot, um, was underweight. I mean, the doctor said I wasn't going to grow like past four foot 10, five foot one, something like that. I didn't grow till 11th grade, but I had a wonderful childhood. I grew up with my mom. Mostly my dad passed in 1970 when I was two, it was his time to go Navy fighter pilot type F4 phantom off of Italy. Nobody recovered. They recovered like his helmet and a wing and another gentleman passed as well with him, but it was his time to go. And they put him in Arlington in 1998. I sat on my mom's chair. They shut down three airports. It was above the fold, Washington Post, his caisson with the flag inside. And I sat in my mom's chair. She had passed when I turned 23. And so I was the one receiving the flag, but it was really closure for all the adults who had known my dad back then. Now, what's weird or fun or cool is hundreds of people have met my mom and dad. They've seen them. They're reconciled. They're unconditional love figures. They're not angels, but they give great advice. You can get their vibe very easily. And angels are easy to meet. Guides are easy to meet. St. Anthony, they're all standing by. You just have to be willing to kind of put yourself out there. Wow. What's the difference between angels and, and what your mom and dad are? What are your mom and dad's spirits or what, do you, what is that? I would say everything's unconditional love, but just think in terms of music or symphonies, there's higher vibes and higher vibes. And then there's symphonies that just knock your socks off. So if it's light beings, I describe them as whales. If it's angels, I describe them as dolphins. And then there are unconditional love spirit guides, uh, Native American chiefs, Mother Teresa, and so on. But they're, let's do it this way. If angels come in all shapes, sizes, colors, with all sorts of different backgrounds and all sorts of purposes and all sorts of roles to help you or skills, to help you with your life stage that you're in or the project you're working on. So some angels just come and go, but you get that help if you'll ask for it, allow for it in the first place, no interference. 
So in that same way, if we go broader and there's a giant scale going up of higher and higher and broader vibration, the answer would be, I don't actually have a specific answer. How do you know a good cup of coffee is a good cup of coffee for half of this? You just have to kind of trust. And then you can just ask angels directly, well, hey, what's the difference between, you know, light beings, angels, angels, and guides? Um, how, yeah. how do I, I think Jesus or Mary or somebody said there's no actual hierarchy, but there's obviously differences, differences in names, differences in vibration. And I still mm -hmm. think some people might meet an angel if it's joy, a pink ball light. I, I do remember there was a, a little girl who had met the same angel, but just got a different name, like ocean or something. <laughs> I don't know. Point is, you might get different names if you live in a different part of the country. It's the way you need it is all that matters. Okay. Well, I think a lot of times they seem like they're archetypes too. You have, when I was doing a lot of study on Sophia, you know, the divine goddess of wisdom. There's so many divine goddesses of wisdom throughout time in different cultures all around the world. Well, I love that you use the word archetypes because I uh, taught myself algebra in sixth or seventh grade to calculus in ninth grade. <laughs> Super sharp in one way, but I'm the slowest in another way, which is actually very helpful for the whole spirituality thing. But when you said archetype, I still don't have a grasp on it, just like I messed up in an interview between spirit and source. So the lingo is something where I can hit a landmine like that if it's mm. Buddhist. But on the other hand, the whole concept of dust, cleaning out all your thoughts to get to your heart. Um, I do pick up on other stuff very fast, but there's a lot of lingo. There's 3,000 organizations, groups. You know, there's folks that do it the religious way. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different types of religions, philosophical. To me, this is all just boils down to get out of here, get to here, allow, ask, and receive. And then it's the 80s Burger King commercial. Have <laughs> it your way. So it's okay to be your own take on everything uh, and just have the guts to slow down, slow down even more. And then basic listening, basic feeling, basic seeing, and engage those figures that you first think are the coolest but then realize, oh my God, there's more cool figures. If you're curious at all, or just like, hey, I could use even more help. Like at the beginning of all this 10 or 11 years ago, I was like, ah, one angel's not going to be able to do it. I need like 50. You have certain notions and one angel could do it all for you if you, if you just allow for it. Get out of your own way, out of thinking right. to your heart. Yeah. Like forget the language. You know, I've never been good at math. I say that I am mathematical. I'm not mathematical. <laughs> one plus one equals 11. I love it. But I am led by numbers, always seen twos. And then I realized that twos was kind of something that people were seeing collectively. And so when collectively, we've all said that twos are special and everyone's seeing them. And when they see them, they feel guided. In some way, we've manifested that energy to be divine. Where you put your focus is where you put your focus. There's unlimited possibility in the upside. And then we all get caught up in thinking in what we know, the type of knowing that precludes possibility. There's tons of knowing out there. Uh, we're still going to do it. It could be that the New York Jets are the best football team in spite of the fact of their record and everything else. But you're, you know, a loyal fan. Uh, and then there's awareness in the heart and awareness is empowering. Awareness is the being in the moment. And I don't want to keep knocking details or knowledge because let's flip this. You can get any answers to any questions, all languages, all dialects, heard just the way only you is, are going to appreciate and really be excited about. So you have no privacy. You're not getting judged, but you get any answers, any level of detail. So I do want to emphasize that. But at the same time, this is about letting go, letting go, slow down and let go more. And when you think you're done, let go five more times because we're so <laughs> up here, we don't even recognize it. That's where the signs, numbers, you know, if it's fives, if it's ones, if it's twos, really help us out because you can't ignore the clock if it says one, two, three, or if it's two, 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 or in the car or the radio, the same song three times in a day. You walk mm -hmm. into the house, you left it on and you're like, whoa, 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 a lot of discs in there or however you do it digitally. And there's just no way it could have been the same song, but angels pull that off all the time. Yeah. I mean, that synchronicity, I feel like that's, my life has been guided by synchronicity over like the past decade unless we are very present, we miss it. So paying attention, letting go and being able to be in that moment and just listen. That's my inner compass. You know, what am I going to do next? Well, let me, let me just listen. <laughs> well, flip this on its head again. If more people, if it just, just pretend humans aren't human as much and we're more, yeah. <laughs> relaxed and we're more loving and we're more open, just ready to open openness, be in the, in the moment. 
then that means there's more people running around with like a less strong value system. They don't know so much. They're not going to react. They're not going to fear, stress, worry. Instead, when something comes up, even if it's unpleasant, and this is going to sound way too impossible, they just go, wow, what room for growth? This is my opportunity to handle it, appreciate it more. Now, we could be talking job layoff. You've been at the job for 20 years. You didn't want to lose your job. No one wants to hear, hey, it's a good thing but maybe you haven't been going on vacation for 10 years. You're way too tied to the job. You're wearing a suit of armor. You're a policeman. You know, when you wear that shield and the stress that comes with it, you have no idea how you're like blown away your life force. You've been just stressed, stressed, stressed. You put on weight. There's so many ways we beat ourselves up, our self-worth. We don't love enough first with ourselves and then just appreciating the moment and loving in the moment, whether it's your dog saying hi to a stranger. There's so many little things. So the charms of life to me are the, all those little things. And getting back to basics is just appreciating where you're at. You have it good, no matter what the situation is. And that's horrible to say, because again, if you're in the middle of just getting a diagnosis. No one says, oh, this is my opportunity room for growth. No. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what you've signed up for, but you can find out from angels. You can ask about your unique life path. Once you figure out the difference between thinking and awareness, you're off to the races. So, and I think it also requires self-trust. So how important is self-trust and, and maybe share the experience of one of your guides like Joy. Was she one of your first ones? Yeah, she was the first one. And you're absolutely right about self-trust. Self-trust, as a kid, you had it automatically and you loved everything and you were in the moment you wanted to climb that tree. But with self-trust, it's a leap of faith, religious faith, non-religious faith. I call it just letting go. It's the distance from here to here. But once you've done some adulting, you've had trauma happen, you've had this happen, you've had that happen, job loss, you get shaken up by life. You're a little more unsure and you're a lot less trusting. Then it can be decades uh, to get back to here. And it sometimes, is on, it sometimes it's on the very last breath. You get the flash of everything happening. So I'm here to agree that it can feel like you're jumping off this giant nine-story tall waterfall into a beautiful lake down below, but you feel like you got to have the shoes on you better hold on to that tree for half an hour and you're not getting coaxed by anybody who's already done it, your friends down below. So it's tough. You got to let go. So the slowing down, getting from here to here, but it can also happen in an instant. So how often can you hit the heart button is the real question and be in your heart. I'm here to remind everyone that you've got a big, beautiful heart, 99.999% of everyone. Um, there's a few people who love being stuck and when they want to come around, they can. Anytime you want, there's more opportunity for growth, more fun cha-cha-cha in the kitchen and so on. So you'd asked about the first time I saw an angel was after I'd moved from New York City. I'd been a publicist, corporate type, uh, doing you know, business media and stuff like that. I bought a home in Austin, Texas, and I had a lot of little stuff happening. And I started grabbing a camera later for photographs of angels. Uh, and that helps people let go when they look at them. But early on, I had a moment where I'm in my living room and something's going down. I'm trying to pay attention, which I wasn't very good at. And I had a huge pink Roman candle come out of the floor, like a foot and a half in diameter, beautiful pink light that kind of said, hello. And it was Joy saying hi. So she whooshed in a Disney effect from the floor through the ceiling. And <laughs> my jaw dropped. And a second later, she showed up again, like a couple feet over and did it again. Now, I don't think I did this and <laughs> did this, but I mean, I was in that mode. Plus, I was just dumbstruck. So this is a lot to handle the fact that angels could exist. Just trust they exist. Let them do their jobs. You only have to get out from here into here. And again, just any of the parking of the knowing, the letting go of the knowing, I'm not saying you're letting go of it for good. So the New York Jets can still be great. Just give yourself a five minute break to get to here and do basic listening. You can't be really knowing anything if you're really listening to your neighbor, your daughter, and you love them and you love that neighbor and you love that daughter and you're hanging on every word. So this is about just basic listening, but you can't be thinking about the laundry list of stuff you've got to do. Mm. You know, a lot of times people feel alone. We're not alone, are we? No, but you've got all the privacy in the world. And think of it this way. If we again flip the topic on its head, you're getting the number one best experience in every moment. Now, how is that even possible? How can you be happy in this very moment right now? That defies all the logic, all the knowing, all the value systems, all the, well, John's a jerk down the street. I just talked to him yesterday and I'm still feeling it the next day. So how do you trust more, allow more, love more, forget angels, forget Mary, Jesus, God, Muhammad, Buddha, Kuan Yin, Thich Nhat Hanh, and all your relatives who are hanging out. 
Not when you're in the shower. Don't worry about it. You got privacy. Okay. But Aunt Martha loves you and she's with you and you can meet Aunt Martha and see Aunt Martha. But first you got to get over the concept of, holy cow, am I even living? How much am I living? Routine, not life. So whether it's Peaceful Warrior, the deleted scenes, you got Socrates talking to that gymnast. It's like a little Zen-like, it's like an adult karate kid film. That is great for exactly what we're talking about. Get living, get out of what you think you know, what you think will make you happy. Start being happy now for no reason at all. The more you practice getting here, the more you're doing the only push-up you need to do. And the push-up is one inch off the ground. It's this, it's an air push-up. I just did it. <laughs> And when you laugh, you just did it. When you smile, you did it. When you do yoga, there's a million ways into your heart, petting your dog, walking your dog, listening to your dog. Don't even have to meet your Passover pets. Talk to Pooch. Michael, you're so positive. Oh, I mean, I get fried. If I'm around certain folks with energies, then uh, I've had three moments in the last like two, three years that have taken me a while to get it through my system. So I'm going for runs and I'm bringing up specific angels. I'm asking them to come in, give me hugs. Yeah. Everyone's got a lot of thinking. Everyone's got a lot of knowing and a lot of reacting. So if you connect with someone and you have an experience, it's always a learning experience. And eventually it helps Teflon you a little bit. You toughen up. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten a better sense of humor. Yeah. A broader perspective, I hope, because if you look at it this way, I've asked a lot of people for virtual tea over the last 11 years. I've probably done like 5,000 or 7,000 invites plus all the angel stuff. And I've gotten at least 8,000 no's, but I've gotten 3,500 to 4,000 yeses. So wonderful people. And the same person who's given me a no might be the person two years later who's given me a yes. So I never want to, I've learned they may be just in a place where they can't even hear it. They may be head of the angel company and they love angels, but you knock on the door and you're like, hey, do you want to meet a couple angels, see a couple photos? I got a video of an angel doing a flyby December 30th, uh, joy, but they're kind of like, go away. It's, it's Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. Um, <laughs> Robert Persith, I forgot his name, but he's passed away since I've talked to his assistant. He says in the, in the book, um, when the truth comes knocking on your door, a lot of us say, go away. I'm looking for the truth. Strange, but true. That's like the quote out of that book. That's a little bit of this. The time, timing is everything. You have to be open and none of us are open 24 seven. There's just no way we can't do it. Yeah. Right. We're too human. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Those pictures that you have of the orbs of the different colors, you've collected them over the years. Now, did you receive that the energy that you were collecting, like, was that in real time? You were just like capturing that orb of joy and was like, you know what, this is her. Uh, I started seeing and just uh, out of sheer, sheer panic, I did the college, good old college try American thing and grabbed a sure shot camera and just okay. made sure I found that if my vibe was open and if I was playing ball with my dog, the air would just go from, you know, one or two balls of light to saturated. Mm -hmm. uh, so I also handed the camera to folks, but pretty quickly people could just see directly so they could see with their own eyes open and first a little bit of light energy, but there's a fairy. And I know people love to say orbs, but all shapes, all different patterns, four archangels, three more off camera. And just again, yeah, to show you how slow I am, the three off camera are, and I can do it now, Shamuel, Jophiel, Zadkiel. But because the names are so complex, I took two extra years to get to know them. Eek. So uh, you look, everyone's got their own learning yeah. curve, what they'll allow for curve, their comfort zone. You got to respect all that, but try not to let a decade go by to do what most people can do in 10 <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's me. But once I learn it, I'm fast. And so right. I'm just here to say, you have to consume this stuff. You have to allow for it your way. And you're going to have some not baggage, but you're going to have a way that you approach all this because it's religion. It's philosophy. It's self-help. What do you mm -hmm. call it? If you're from India, you've got, you know, almost 40 countries inside India. They've got very specific ways to handle it, but you can still meet Vishnu, Krishna, Ganesh, Lakshmi, you know, Sai Baba, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so at the end of the day, what's great is when they come in or angels or St. Francis, it's very gentle, loving language with some humor. So you quickly ease up on what you were holding on to. You realize love's love. Everything else tends to be details. And again, I'm not knocking mm -hmm. the next five workplaces you should apply for. You know, whenever my kids say, you know, I think I saw something in the house or at night, you know, Kensley has told me, you know, she has a new angel. I always first ask like, how did you feel? I let her connect with that. It is energy. So how did your energy feel when you met this energy? And then to teach them to trust that feeling. 
you know, and as a child, I wish someone would have taught me that, you know, like laying in bed with the covers over my head, not being able to breathe night after night because I sensed something, but yet had no idea what it was. No guidance was afraid to tell anybody. I'm just calling on Archangel Michael. My mom just say your prayers. So boundaries are super important. Everybody's energy. And so, you know, when you're on fire or in the zone as an athlete, or just when you're writing, you're writing a book and you knock off five chapters, no effort. And everyone has hobbies, habits, things they love to do passionately and time flies. Could be cooking in the kitchen. It could be reading your mystery books and you just cuddle up in that spot in the sunlight and that's your thing. So whatever your thing is, that's kind of the opening. You're here fully. None of what we're talking about for doing all this wild, spiritual, philosophical, religious, self-help, you know, interactions with the universe is a big deal. I would argue it's the Where's my light switch? Well, it's the degree of difficulty of a light switch. You flip it on and off, except you're the light switch. Flip yourself upside down. You're off most of the time when you're thinking because we don't realize it's kind of a waste of energy. It doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't give us a hug. It doesn't complete our chapter. When our thinking's really creative, we're actually in our heart and then we're back in the heart. That's action. So the more you can get to your heart, the more you can get out of your way and get closer to any of your perceived objectives. So one, take a breath, relax, slow down. Two, that light switch, when you're on, you're in your heart. Again, upside down light switch, flip it on. But that's the degree of difficulty for the letting go. And the boundaries thing is super important. When you're seeing, yeah, it's what you said. How do you feel and stuff like that? A couple of quick examples. I sent an email to someone. I'm super sensitive. I try not to ever tell anybody anything because my belief is fill in the blank. I don't want to say anybody's name, but there are a bunch of famous psychics out there. Everyone has even more talent than pick anybody. And I'm not, go watch that psychic or buy their book or go to their seminars. Absolutely. But meanwhile, you have more talent to listen and to feel and see than anybody else. You've got all the tools. You just have to give yourself a break and give yourself some confidence and slow down enough to appreciate all the muscle movement, all the intricacies for the light switch or brushing your teeth or falling asleep at night. Your ego is what's holding you back. It doesn't want you to let go and feel the flow of life or feel love like you did as a kid again. You're already there. You never skipped a beat. You never lost a step. Whatever portion of your life that you thought was the heyday, the peak, and in your 20s, everyone said, yes, everything was easy. Life was easy. Then you had a couple bumps, SUV rollover. You lost two jobs in a row, the six divorces, you know, whoa. So that'll knock you off the horse. But as Geronimo reminds us all who steals the show, even up against angels and big religious figures and saints, he says, get on that horse, grab the mane, ride, ride, ride. We never found out if there's a saddle on the horse, but you're just going to go bareback. Ride, ride, ride. Don't look left. Don't look right. Don't look back. That's being in your heart. I find, I, I'm not that fast. So it took me a week or so to figure out he must have been talking about being in the heart and he's action, action, action. But I did want to mention, so I'm super sensitive. I sent an email to somebody I know really well. I trust will have had them on my show by June or July. So we don't know who that is. That's 20 plus guests. But I got cigarette smell in my living room just by sending an email and connecting. They were in a moment. Wow. Yeah. In our household, we smelled cigarette smoke and I had to do the sage clearing throw a window open. Same thing for a household member, had a workplace accident. And then a few days later, it was 3.30 in the morning. We had to go to the ER room to follow up on that. And so being at a hospital, you need to be aware of where you put yourself. Um, yes, it can be angels, positive stuff. Just talk to an angel. Even if you're not sure that you can hear or see ask angels to take care of it. And then it's back to the trust, trust that you're heard, trust that you're taken care of and stop worrying about it. But ask for your house to be nothing but love and light. You might have to do that a little more frequently, depending on how sensitive you are. I'm like a Hoover vacuum. Mm -hmm. So we go to the hospital and then the next day and a half, I'm like, oh my God, I keep seeing out of the corner of my eye. And other folks have said, yeah, seeing the same thing. And I'm like, okay, get the sage out. Mm -hmm. sage around and you know waft some smoke around the old-fashioned way you can just ask angels to clear the house i've seen people do that and it's done and i do the same thing i'm like clear it out energetically but i'll blow the smoke around as well it makes me feel better yeah my house is pretty active and it usually just seems like this residual kind of energy hanging out you know we do live in aurora colorado in arapahoe county on you know the highest part of the plains who knows? Many people say, you know, possibly Indian burial grounds, which I'm like, people, have you not watched Poltergeist? You're not supposed to build neighborhoods on top of freaking Indian burial grounds, which even Mandy, I mean, when they made her homes, they were finding thousand year old bones. 
Yeah. So first thing that will save thousands of not tens of thousands of dollars for everybody is you can listen, which is just awareness being here. You've seen mm -hmm. it in the movies, the scout, they taste the air and they just say, we better not go that way or whatever movie we're talking mm -hmm. about. Business people have a business instinct. Yeah. That's why I think business people are some of the biggest unofficial part of the spiritual crowd. They just do a great job of listening. They know what they want. End of story. They get really? down. But back to, you can taste the land, get a sense for the land if you're just house hunting. And um, our household's very good at that in terms of saying, hey, not this piece of land at all. Move on. Bam. Don't even need to go look at the house inside and so on. So the second house in Austin was a brand new build. Beautiful, beautiful spot, clean energy. Going to get to that in a second. The first house, when you're watching TV in the living room, it was my house picked out by angels. It's a long story, synchronicity galore. But as you're watching TV, there are these, uh, that type of stairs up and then over and then uh -huh. the platform thing around. And so you could see light come in as you're watching TV, 90 degrees or peripheral. And uh -huh. so there's a third category I wanted to mention. There's like angels. And then there's, you know, some negativity might happen. If you walk through a shopping mall, you're wide open. You haven't set any boundaries like, hey, keep me grounded, protected, and keep everybody else's energy that's not love and light out of my zone. So, you know, it's okay to understand energy dynamics and make a little request, like keep me intact. I don't need other people's energies or negativity. And so we would see that light, but there's visitors. So just say the universe is really big. I'll make one big statement. The fabric of the universe is love. And so there's a lot of positive, cool visitors popping in. I did feel like a fish in a goldfish bowl, just checking out what's going on and uh, checking things out. So that was another kind of category. And if you don't mind light beings, I was super shy about the concept, definitely a few years ago, two or three years ago. And then I had a bunch of light being people kind of pop onto the calendar for tea. And I kind of opened up to the concept. Um, there's angels much more down to earth helping us out. Light beings are a lot more broad. They'll still show up for you like a silver surfer, but I'd go to my closet in the new build and I'd feel this energy touching my face. It was love. Had it been six years earlier, I would have run out of the house screaming. <laughs> just, you know, this is a lot for anybody to allow for, but think of your aunt Martha again. They're here. They're just here to help you. And if you're in the middle of a golf swing, you're on a golf course, you're in the middle of playing a really good tournament. Would it be a little weird to hear Aunt Martha say, smack that ball as you're going <laughs> to the ninth hole and you really are about to hit a hole in one, you would probably shank the ball. So it's much safer to have that little voice be sounding like yours. And what do you think half your intuition is for the listener or the viewer? You're being loved and supported constantly. And let's get back to the fundamental concept. Love is a complete constant, constant. And that is just earth shattering because the second you realize how much your thoughts take you away from love, from taking a breath, then that's the rub. And the rub is we really don't want to look at ourselves and how we're judging others, how we're not loving ourselves enough. We got all these issues. I don't need this well enough. I'm not worthy of this, that, you know, and then that person and this organization, you live in California, you live in Texas, da, 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 and everything in between. So Love more and allow more. Good luck with that. Welcome to being human. And uh, that's the opportunity for all of us. And so then when you figure out the difference and you figured out, yeah, okay, I've got this much room to love more. I can slow down this much more. Then you find out a couple of weeks later, you're like, well, I can slow down this much more. And then you learn that it's a never ending do it yourself job of just keep slowing down. And I love that Napoleon Hill comment. You find out halfway through life that it's a do it yourself project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. You are manifesting, you know, whatever's in front of you. The whole manifestation, it's almost like you said earlier, it's just actually kind of simple, yet we think too much. I've stumbled on all the keywords that everybody, I mean, if, if there was a circular firing squad, the crowd <laughs> should literally vote me off the island because manifesting, I was like, oh, that's a tough word. And I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like Where there's fear behind it for some reason. Yeah, it seems big because it was a really hot topic the last couple of years. But I mean, I'm, I'm so slow. I'm asking for the 100th time of angels, Geronimo. I'm like, am I good at manifesting? <laughs> You're un unsure. And you, I'm the type that has to hear it a hundred times. And then I'm like, okay, I can get over the topic. I'm fine at manifesting. Channeling at the beginning. Don't I've said you channel to somebody. Uh, I used to do the service for free for eight years. But what does Mike do would be slipped in or Michael. And one of the answers out of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds was he channels took me the drive from Whole Foods headquarters, downtown Austin, 17 miles to the Northwest to be like, I channel, hmm, I channel. By the time I got into my driveway, I was like, okay, I channel. I've had some sort of vague concept of what it meant. Hold the space, listen, 
pass it along or receive. Um, but back to Geronimo and manifesting, I mean, literally a week or two ago, I asked him, hey, am I good at manifesting? And he literally was like, sweet Jesus, Mike, yes. <laughs> so I had to share that. There's like, you might be looking at this interview or the expert before or this expert that you're about to have on a really big name. And you might think they've got some lock on something. You have a fantastic heart. Just trust it more. I don't care if it's getting out for a walk, singing in the shower. Anything counts for being more in the moment. And then watch what happens for the universe to deliver those signs. You suddenly feel a little more free, a little more loose. You feel like you were on vacation, but you didn't have to go to Hawaii. That's where uh, you'd be surprised at what happens when you start letting go a little more. Mm -hmm. But it's understanding the dynamics of how you live your life. It's all about learning to love more while we're here. That's earth school. It's not about the career as much. Now, I didn't say quit your job. Maybe you have to quit your job. I don't know. But it's not about all those details that way. First, you've got to learn how to be here and understand the difference. Like if it's a little bit of negativity, it's definitely unconsciousness. It's definitely 80% of the time, 50, a waste of energy being up here. And that's all we do. And we react, fear, stress, worry, Again, knowing to the preclusion of real possibility, look at science. Wait two weeks and the scientific discovery that was right here, right now, and the only thing we know, and two weeks later, it's gone and there's something new. Change is a constant. And that's the thing that we fear most. We fear ego doesn't want to like control, doesn't want to get out of the driver's seat, doesn't want you to be here. We'll let you do a physical, the breath for the stethoscope, but beyond that, no more breathing. And meanwhile, you're breathing the whole time. So there's contradiction in everything we're saying. There's two ways to read it. I'm talking the highest vibration, the most fun, dancing for no reason, singing to a song. Look at music interests. When we were teenagers, we paid attention, went to concerts. Our repertoire was growing what we listened to. But most adults today, they might not even be listening to music or it's only one category. And they haven't gotten a new band in, let alone gone to a concert or a vacation in years. So this is about, forget angels again. How are you rolling in life? And can you just ease up so you can have more fun again and actually go in all the directions that your hardcore self would say, hey, I need a better job. I want a bigger house. I want to buy a house. I can't pay the bills. I want to pay the bills. You haven't gone on a vacation in seven years. Then the other half is how do I pay for it? Let the universe start helping you. So the alchemist, read that. Uh, mm. Esther Hicks, Don Miguel Ruiz, Four Agreements. You know, there's universal forces in place to help you with all that. Peaceful warrior, the moon, Dan Millman. Yeah. Absolutely. You're so right. And, you know, someone had said, and I think it was um, the red couch medium. <laughs> she had said that we have angels on earth as well. Living angels on earth. Yeah, you can see angels in full on human form. So uh, angels have done stints as humans before. If you you know want to take it for whatever that's worth. You can see angels in human form. Ask for it right now. If you're the type who's like, okay, no, I'm, I'm either allowing for this or it's totally vibing out with me and I'm already there. And yeah, I've had my near-death experience 10 years ago and I'm, I'm cool. I pay a lot more attention now. I feel vibes and I get my answers and I see once in a while and I talk to my aunt Martha. Then ask for an angel to cross your path like in three weeks. Pick some amount of time you can allow for it. Because as soon as you stop looking for it, some stranger with sparkly eyes is going to hold up in the door and you're going to be yeah. like, oh my God, they just said what I was saying to my neighbor yesterday or this morning and your jaws dropped. And for the next three weeks, you're going to be like, that was an angel. That was an angel. Yes, an angel. I've had it. Yeah. Like the time I was on my way to my mom's house, she said something was wrong. So I'm driving over there and all of a sudden halfway there, I get a flat tire and I'm like, shoot. I mean, like she wants to be there now. Right behind me, this guy in this white truck shows up. Before I can even get out my car, he's like already got the tire off, changes it. He's, I, I'm just like, I actually pushed him with my finger and was like, <laughs> are you, are you real? You had the red couch psychic medium on, on your show recently, I'll yeah. say January or sometime, but this is really big. You can see angels in a way that um, absolutely they're human. But like when I help people see first, it's a little bit of light, you know, it's a fairy, the shape of a fairy, something sparkle, glitter. So you just start like, is it the disbelief, suspension of disbelief? You start getting with the program. Your heart knows how to see, your heart knows how to listen. It's the Zen thing, listening without listening, seeing without seeing, smelling sage through two screens. But as soon as you get over that, you can look in your yard. If you're still nervous, 20 houses away, you can see Audrey Hepburn. You can see Aunt Martha, Jesus, Mary, Muhammad. 
you can chat with them all at one time. I've had two sprinkler guys show up, light energy in their 20s. They both did it individually, but then you can do it together. So if you're really like this with someone, your twin sister, wow. you know, your mom, and you're both like having a good moment together, you're not fighting, and you both owned it individually, you can do group seeing. So this Ooh. is I'm off the hook between the photographs, the directness of it all. But I yeah. did want to say I had a lot of angels showing up in human form for way before I knew I was going to be doing any of the psychic angel intuitive stuff taking photos so back in nantucket my first job out of college i wanted to spend time there 1990 there's no jobs it's like a mini recession back then landscaping's done i've got restaurant experience there's not even a kitchen what do you call it dishwashing job available let alone waiting so i'm optimistically getting a parking permit at the nantucket police department a registration sticker it's a new thing back in 1990 and there's a long line and there's bulletproof glass and melinda or belinda's behind the glass <laughs> Hear a door slam, a door slam, and a door slam, and somebody's upset. And a guy out of a Mrs. Paul's fish sticks commercial, yellow raincoat, beautiful white uniform, <laughs> top one, and perfectly like a thin Santa, slams the door a final time. Now we were all peaceful in the lobby, and it was the yeah. first time it publicly was funny. I jerked my thumb up, and I swear it was an angel giving me the line. After he left, there's a little cloud in the air, a lot of slamming of doors. I said, Does okay. that there's a job opening? My parents have told me I'm leaving the island in two weeks. If I don't have a job, <laughs> everyone starts laughing. And the dispatcher is like quick as a whip. Yeah. He just quit. Are you serious? And I'm like, oh yeah. And then back to me, not knowing lingo. I don't know street names, but let me flip it. So I, in my own example of my advice, I'm giving everyone, it's my opportunity for growth to be better about street names and people's names, first names. I tend to this. Uh, so I got in front of the chief, got interviewed, got sworn in the next day. And it was because of that situation. But flash forward, I had angels showing up. They didn't pay you much. I'm eating out of cans every other night. I was sworn in two types of tickets, stood on Main Street, did tourist questions in a mountain bike. But Henry's sandwich shop, couldn't afford the brownie, couldn't afford the drink, but I got the sandwich. I paid for it. And Henry is another Santa looking guy. It must be Santa stuff here today. He's the owner. It's Henry's sandwich shop. He would come up and wink at me, stick a brownie in my bag. He's the owner. He can do anything he wants. Now, that was really an angel named Dale sticking a brownie in my bag because I've never forgotten the moment sitting under a tree that summer munching on a brownie and the world was just fantastic. Like out of a Tom Sawyer book or something, or one of those literature things. Yeah. Um, it made my day. It made my week. I still have that memory of munching on the brownie and life was good. Mm. You had no worries. You were carefree. So I am trying to remind folks that it's always been there. The carefree, maybe you were an athlete. And at the pinnacle NCAA high school, even just in fourth grade, you never lost or skipped skipped a step, lost a beat, missed a beat. Uh, you've got it all. But good luck trusting that you do still have it all. Good luck that your poker skills are the same as your cooking skills, are the same as your letting go skills, are the same as your driving skills. You know, people, some people fall asleep at night like that. Others have difficulty. If you're having difficulty, read Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth, fantastic material, but your ego would rather have you fall asleep than to understand what he's writing or the audio. Oh. <laughs> So it'll let you fall asleep one paragraph and you're out like a light. Oh, I love that book too. I would listen to it then. Yeah. The audio. Oh my God. His presence is so. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. I've listened to it a few times and read it. I love it. But you know, I was just thinking about that. It's so true. So when you reconnect with the energy that's already within you, that you, that you've already been connected to at one point, but now you're reconnecting to it. It's almost like having a memory, but I, sometimes we'll have a memory through a smell, right? You know, through um, uh, French fries, homemade French fries reminds me of my mama or the smell of gumbo. You know, she was in Louisiana, New Orleans. She was a great cook. And as soon as that, you know, my senses start to experience her again, I feel her. I feel the love. It's like that energy never dies. I mean, it's always with you, but then yet sometimes we're so busy that we are detached from it. People might have to take little baby steps just so it's got to be their own way. If you believe in lighting a candle safely, light the candle, set your intent. So this is about setting your intent. Hey, I'm going to be in my heart. I'm trusting that I'm there. How do you know a good cup of coffee is a good cup of coffee? You say yum and you want another one. And you'd go back to the diner. So whatever that is, or when you hit a tennis stroke and you hit a winner, but you can do it again or hit a couple of mm -hmm. aces painting, 
you painted your watercolor picture, no effort. Mm -hmm. Whatever that letting go is, is what we're talking about. You yeah. have to just give yourself a break and understand that when you get to here, that's when you can ask for your mom's cooking to come in, ask angels to bring you that. You know, if it's your, uh, I didn't hear it right. Mom. Mama. Yeah. Your thank mama. You. But you can ask for that gumbo smell to come in anytime you need a pick me up or it'll yeah. be. Audrey Hepburn, French perfume that's yet to be invented from Paris. And that just knocks people's socks off. You can get Hawaii. I do Hawaii a lot. You can get the Hawaiian smell, the Pacific. You can hear the wave action, close your eyes. The real question is, again, back to the big picture. What will you allow for? So in a way, let's forget angels, forget Jesus, no offense or anything. But the point is, what are you even allowing for living right now? Like, are you allowing for more fun? Are you attracting high energy friends who make your day? Are you reading enough books, you know, shutting off the device, shutting off the TV or using yeah. the device to watch ocean meditation? Are you just, Angel said 7% less thinking a week is the Olympic gold medal standard. That's it. So I once got a calculator, I've forgotten now, but two hours, 10 minutes a day, just doing your yoga, go for a walk, hug your dog, take your dog for a walk, anything to get out of here, take life a little less seriously, take yourself a little less seriously. Don't give your power to the drama, the situations, my problem is, my situation is, what you mm -hmm. think you know. Start living a little more, trust. Take your poker chip stacks and move them off, let's say negativity, that color, and put them on your heart. How about red for heart, black for being negativity, just move them over to red and start living a little more, but only the way you know how, just mm -hmm. find the way. For some reason, I was imagining myself outside and many times, I'm seeing so much wildlife outside. And, and I had sent you the crazy video I got of the hawk spirit. You know, now with technology, we're all walking around with like the best camera that they could have made back in, you know, the 80s and 90s. And we're catching things, you know, UFOs or whatever people are catching in the sky. Even clouds have been just like amazing lately. The sky, you know, here in Colorado, the sunset is unbelievable every night. But, you know, it's how you feel in those moments. And I think I had shared that with you when me and my friend Dixie had saw this hawk. We were looking at this hawk in the sky and it was acting like it was playing in the sky. And that's kind of what caught our attention. I was taking a video and it was just how we both felt in that moment when we got that. And then looking back at it, seeing that there was this spirit totem flying in the sky with the hawk was just truly such a divine moment and the hawk had been such a big part of my journey over the past decade so photographs of relatives historical photo of audrey hepburn geronimo mm. you can get a smile in a static photo my mom was an artist so we never lived in the southwest but she drew uh, a hawk i cheat and call it a red-tailed hawk but yeah so people can use that just drawing works. Now, a lot of us in America like to listen with our eyes closed, nothing wrong with that as well. But at some point, you know, it's okay to have something external to you to just double it. If it's Geronimo's picture, if it's Audrey Hepburn, if it's a, a painting of Jesus, let's say. So just allow, allow, allow. You have to find your own way. At some point, like, you know how you get hung up on learning how to drive? You get frustrated on a stick shift. It takes you two weeks instead of the usual two days for some other people you know, you almost want to quit. It could be anything we're talking about. That's all this is, is just trusting a little more. But once it happens, you're like, oh yeah, okay. I got some answers. You pretty much get over it kind of quick. And then you find new ways to put up obstacles for yourself. It's like anything. So it, the one thing about this though, is you're not going to get bored like you would with driving. You know, when you're 14, 18, 20, wherever you are in the world, you wanted to learn how to drive your older friends, your brother, your sister did it. You're like, I got to do that. When you learn how to drive for the first two weeks, you jingle the keys, you tell everybody, I'm going for a ride. Anyone want to go? You text your friend, whatever. You're so excited. Then flash forward to at least 50 million Americans. Yeah. Who's Any driving? <laughs> yeah. Only three are looking at the red tailed hawk going, oh, I might be stuck in traffic, but I'm having a moment right now. And then video yeah. personal. The rest of us are human. And we're like, ah, why did I choose this route? I hate traffic. I hit my LA council. I'm stuck. And that's the metaphor is we're stuck. Up here, anytime you want to let go for no reason whatsoever, it's Plato's cave. It's the jail cell with an open door. If you would just look, it could be career, business, relationships. Oh, I'm bad at love. I need a dating service to find a date. No, put it out to the universe. Stop sticking concrete onto your thinking 
and sticking yourself in a stuck situation. Take ownership of your flows of energy. Now, the crazy thing is I've had some guests. I started a new show this year. I've had some guests that have just said it just right that I'm like, oh my God, yeah. They've taken complete ownership of like, pretend there's domestic violence going on. Where we put ourselves, it's not just stuff happens to us. There's a greater dynamic, but it takes a compassionate heart to even achieve that. Because most of the time you're like, hey, I stumbled out of a bar, I got sucker punched. I don't know how to say it, except it sucks. And most people would be like, I got sucker punched, you know, charge the other person. But there are some really happy, compassionate, broad, like Gary Zukav married Esther Hicks and had a child. And that child would tell us there's a greater flow, a dynamic going on. And there's a lot to hear for us. We don't want to necessarily face how we've been spending our energy, why it took three divorces or a couple near-death experiences for us to start paying attention to be kinder, gentler to ourselves and others here. So I really don't want to get into that too much because everyone's different, but welcome to being human. And it's Mount Kilimanjaro. It's K2. It's that, you know, some big Tibetan mountain. It feels like it's insurmountable for the obstacles we face at times. And it's really hard to hear that a mountain could ever be a molehill. But think about it this way. When you're in the car driving away and you look in the rear view mirror, that Kilimanjaro can be this big. So there's always a broader perspective back to Wayne Dyer. We mentioned him earlier and we have been talking before the show about him finding in a box after he bought a new place. I don't know where it was, California, Maui. He had been doing a vision board and he found the photograph of the house that he had wanted to buy, his ideal house. He didn't know he was going to buy that exact house. So he's standing in the house that he's bought and he realizes, oh my God, my vision board from 20, 10 years ago was the house I'm standing in. Go figure, talk about synchronicity and craziness. So. There's a lot going on. Details are details. Drama is drama. Try to let go of the details. When you're done, keep letting go because it's, it's Wayne Dyer's quote. The things you look at change when you change the way you're looking at them, your perspective. Mm. So what will you allow for is kind of how I go with all of it. Can you just get out of measuring what you're allowing for and worrying about the situation? Once you learn that it's okay to learn how to cook in the kitchen, you realize that applies equally well to the new job, the new career ditching what you've been stuck at for 25 years, you've always wanted to go in another direction, you should. Never too late is my biggest message. Get living now. And your book actually is such a perfect example of everything you're talking about. I mean, listening to the angels and letting go. I mean, letting go part is a huge part of it. Yeah, I'm getting whooshed. Uh, So yeah, listening to angels, saw a little balls of light as I was typing. If anybody think think that I wrote it, thank you so much. And there's nothing complex in it, like the words unconditional love, compassion, and, and everything that I've said is actually angels. Over 10 years, you you learn a little bit. So anything I'm saying that sounds sharp or you're like right on or you're right, angels or guides told me I'm sort of empty. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the epilogue by Dale puts life into an undergraduate degree, graduate degree metaphor. You have to have one before the other. And he says what we said earlier. Just recognize the difference between thinking and awareness or unconsciousness, consciousness. And as soon as you recognize the difference in flows, it's like touching a New York City metro, a subway, third rail. Why would you do it? A hot stove? You never touch a hot stove as an adult anymore. You might have as a kid. Well, we're touching a hot stove all the time when we hold on to anger, judgment, you know, worry, stress, fear, and a gajillion other negative stuff. It's so much mm-hmm. easier. We identify with that. As soon as you realize that you can be in your heart for no reason, anytime you want, and you're doing it half the day, but for the little things that your ego doesn't think is important. That's when you're ready to get learning in a bigger way. Like you learn about your unique life path. You never lost that passion. You never lost your purpose. You can dust it off and get back on track anytime you want. And this is about continued learning, not knowing. And there's a huge difference. And very few of us, according to angels, really get that. No, you also, in, in your book, you offer the reader to learn how to meet their own angel team and you have a process that's very simple I mean all of it's very simple you know we just think it's so complicated but it really it's just about breathing letting go and just asking questions yeah we could put it this way two doors down is the neighbor that's your guardian angel you live in a community (laughs) guardian angel and then let your guardian angel introduce you two more doors down to your angel who helps you out with your career, your art, your sports, just meet a couple angels. And that's what the book is for. Seven angels, Joy Charlotte Min, Dale, Archangel Michael, a few more. 
There are photographs, very easy instructions on how to just, you know, when you do it in writing, you pay attention a little more. So you feel more. Yeah. Comfortable. My only unofficial tip is leave your mouth a little bit open. If you need to watch a comedy film or watch me blow sage through one of the videos to a show host somewhere, smell the sage. You can ask for anything. Ask angels the night before to make it nice the next day when you try it mm -hmm. out. And then just remember, there are really no limits here. And you knew it as a kid. And, and it sounds mm -hmm. nice, but you have to actually give yourself a break. Get to here and be like, okay, fine. Tuesday of next week, I'm going to allow for no limits. We then put it off, even if we allowed for it. We, we tend to get in our own way a little bit. Yeah. You know, the other thing is that you talk about how we do have our own team. Now, your team is so um, powerful in the fact that they have shown themselves to you. You've seen them with your own eyes. You've gotten actual pictures of them. You know, you've been able to feel their energy around you. I mean, that just is, it feels good to know that you're so supported and you have this around you, but everyone has this. Everyone does. It's, you're not just the only one. Think of a concert when you're gigging out, if I made up a verb or not, but you know, you're at a Taylor Swift, you're at a country music thing, you're at a whatever, Pavarotti, doesn't matter. When you do this and the vibe is so high, or you do this or you do this, whatever, you're connecting to the flow. If mm -hmm. anybody wants to put a hand out, do it. You can feel energy all over. Your angels are interdimensional if you want. You don't have to go classic Hollywood and think of them walking with you with a hand on your shoulder. Yeah. They're balls of light. They're the way you expect them with or without wings. There's, a, there's no one way to grasp them. So out of here and just trust that they're in and around you. And they're still learning from us. From our perspective, they're absolutely way ahead. They're pure love. They understand not mm -hmm. getting your best experience. It's the bike analogy with the dad. If the dad is on the bike for two hours and the kids are just like, yeah, they're not getting any experience. So yeah. I like the dads who are like, hey, get on the bike. They're very gentle. They're like, hey, you know, pedal this way. I'll hold you a little bit, but then you got to do it. You know, training wheels, whatever. There's a lot of fast ways and there's a lot of slow ways to learn. That's all this is. Angels would rather have you get on the bike and just learn, but you have to pay attention. You have to figure out what the bike is. Are you willing to get on the bike that's your heart and actually pedal? And then you don't need the trainer wheels. And very quickly, you're Tour de France if you would allow for it. But you're yeah. good where you are. You have to trust that in the first place. You have no obstacles or problems. The twos, if it's a poker hand. Texas Hold'em, you're given a lot of, not a lot of twos. If you get four twos, you're going to win the hand. But if you get a two, a seven, <laughs> and some low number things, not aces and kings, most people don't realize that the hand they were handed is perfect. Perfect how it is. And that's back to some of the themes earlier. You just have to allow for it. And it's not a linear game. Those twos can become aces if you want to think of it that way. You've always got a winning hand. You just have to give yourself a hand and give yourself a break and get to your heart. I like that. Hey, you know, I don't remember. Do you have an angel that you may have showed me in our last session that was Plato? Yeah, Plato's around. Uh, I Again, you can call guides, uh, light beings, angels. I mean, in one sense, it's all just different vibrations, but I, I call them a spirit guide. No hugs for him. They're sweaty. I've had people who aren't like huggers. So if you're not a hugger, then just think of it as a fist pump tap on the shoulder. For Plato, just get a fist pump. The reason why I bring it up though, Michael, is because shortly after... And I think I might have told you this in our session. I'm not 100%. But he had been coming up and I actually end up reading The Republic like twice. Oh, my God. I skipped half my reading in college and I still get teased from the crew. And uh, it was I was in an international politics, economics, French major type. Um, but oh, my I God. Blown away. For you for reading. It sits on my shelf and I wish I had read it. Cliff notes. Well. You know, it was really interesting reading, you know, it's just like when you reread the Bible, you know, with awakened eyes, you know, there's a whole lot there. I don't know. I, I was shocked. Plato shocked me. I'm shocked that I hope your audience appreciates how, I hope this is a compliment because it's meant to be brainy genius. You are like scholar, whatever the words are, I'm losing my words. Do you want to quickly talk to Joy and just get a compliment? This is tough. This is easy. It's whatever you allow. It's tough. It's easy, tough. It's easy. Here's Joy. Get a beautiful compliment because you deserve a compliment. And I got to say, thank you for everything you do. Aw, you get too. So <laughs> anyone can listen. Anyone can get a hug. If you need to see a little bit of energy auras on your fingers in India, they do it this way. In Celestine Prophecy, they do it this way. Yeah. And the earth school here, you, if you'll allow for this, the whole journey, when you kind of recognize up here versus here and you get to here, 
you just let your boundaries get pushed out. You become much more one with the soccer ball if you want the soccer analogy, but you become much more one with the moment and one with the flow. And therefore you're not taking a crisis so seriously in a bad way where you get health issues from it. You realize it's an opportunity to love more and there's always a quick resolution or a way to either take action or walk away or that third choice. Certain unique life paths, we wonder why something happened to us. Like I've lost both parents and I've been told point blank, that was part of my life path. Without that, I couldn't have done the job. Somehow it lent to my foundation, plus ill all the time as a kid. I just remember being laid up. My poor babysitter was like, he's going to blow away. He's going to blow away. You know, I didn't grow to trade in uh in a boarding school and so on. So uh, I think it was 90 pound wonder till 11th grade. Uh, but, <laughs> and I still feel like I've been going backwards through life. Uh, it's really weird. Uh, but the ownership of just the present moment, trust that everything's good, stay the course. Uh, angels can help you with altering your path. Some illnesses are written, some illnesses are not. The ones that are written, let's say there's a lot of symptoms. You still might be able on a couple categories to talk to angels ask for relief of 50% of those symptoms. Let's say it's a disease with a lot of shaking. That's totally between you and angels. So I just get the introductions done, make sure they're comfortable, make sure they're sticking their elbows out and owning it. And then they get their details. It stays private with them. I don't see the answers or questions, but I can think of one of those. It was like Michael J. Fox type disease. And the person that's their life path to have it. I forgot the name of it, but the shaking could be reduced 50%. And they, yeah, if you ask for hugs, the hugs can become healing or reduction, or you went running or you're gardening and you're sore here. You can ask the hugs to go to a certain spot. There's no limits. So it's you that has to figure out which painting system, acrylic, oil, watercolor. Do I even own any canvas? Do I know how to paint? It's a lot if you're up here. <laughs> here, you're already Picasso or right. name somebody, Manet, Manet. And they can book a session with you on your website as well. Oh, yeah. Just reach out, but use a sense of soul and I'll try to pay extra attention if I can. All right. Well, thank you. That's so sweet. Your session was so fun. I had so much great energy afterwards. I actually thought I was going to, you know, maybe be tired afterwards, but I wasn't at all. You have such great energy. You also, you know, bring to your sessions in addition to all the angels that you bring. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah. And now it's time to break that shit down. You're light. Everything is light. Consciousness is light. You're happy and not judging, doing thinking. Thinking pulls you away from the flow of life. And one quick 79-page book reference, Scrooge Christmas Carol. We all know Scrooge at the beginning. You know, mean, dental floss. The guy was only about money and not living or eating well or saying hi or anything. By the end of the book, he's the biggest joy bringer. Still does great business, by the way. His presence, like from across the street, you would feel the vibe you'd probably be lifting your head to say hi to him and yell it out across the street. That's any of us on a good day. You just, your team won the Super Bowl. You're a big fan. The next day, you're still feeling the vibe walking that million dollar walk. And people are saying (laughs) hi from a hundred feet away that normally never talk to you. They're like, hello, Bob. It's like, it's a wonderful life. You know, hello, Mr. Postman. And, you know, maybe somebody comes running across the street to open the door for you. Just craziness if your presence goes out people feel better. It only takes a wink, a smile, a nod to show compassion and sort of validate someone else. They're usually, Plato said this, be kind or gentle to everyone you meet for they're all fighting a harder battle than you. That's some wisdom. He must've been connected with the divine goddess. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can get your book and where they can find your new show and anything you have going on, plug yourself. Sure. MichaelAndreFord.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Andre like the champagne, Ford like the trucker car, MichaelAndreFord.com. YouTube, it's the same at MichaelAndreFord, just YouTube.com forward slash at MichaelAndreFord. New show, Angels, Positivity and Love, nine episodes out now, 16 by May 7th. I'll be on Coast to Coast AM Friday, March 24th. Um, You can always catch it if the show airs after that. Um, So there's a lot to check out, photos of angels. Quick tip, put your hand out and feel the vibe through two screens from an angel photo or Audrey Hepburn and get your your groove on. I love Audrey. Well, thank 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 you you so much for having me on. Yeah.
Thank you for coming on. I can't wait to be on your show. It's going to be so much fun. Here's Joy. Just hear how it all connects together, how being in the heart more, loving more, allowing more is the central theme of the earth. Mm-hmm. She's got a very unique, happy way. Part of the big cheerleading squad in the sky. Okay. See a little bit of rainbow glitter to left and right or pink. If it's blue and only blue, it's Charlotte. If it's a whole kumbaya with a little bit of music, you can hear angels singing right now. Have everybody celebrate you. Whatever degree of letting go you'll allow, but breathe. I want you to focus on your breath so your focus can't be anywhere else and resisting. Get a little bit of glitter on the sides. If you want ticker tape around you, butterflies around you, have that relative. Hold your space, but angels as well. Michael, everybody. One big kumbaya moment. Have Plato absolutely give you a little mantra as a reminder present moment and a sense of soul. (laughs) And when you smile, you're lighting everybody else up. So that's why there's all the details in the words, but at the end of the day, did you actually smile, breathe, laugh, make somebody else smile or make their day somehow? I love that stuff. Thanks, Michael. You've been such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. And thanks to our special guests for joining me. If you want more of Sense of Soul, check out my website at www.mysenseofsoul.com where you can work with me one-on-one or help support Sense of Soul podcast by donating to my coffee fund. Thanks for listening.